Hello and welcome to the Stooky Duck Podcast. This is Raquel. You already know who this is. Eric Dillagy from the SFC. And AOG is not with us this week. Apparently he went camping. (laughs) 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 No, he's doing some competition, right? Yeah, he's doing some competition for you. He's doing a competition this week. It's like a drilling competition, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a drilling competition. Oh. And next week, he's going to be out again doing... Drill. He's got drill. He's got drill. Okay. You know, shout out to all service members out there. We love you. And support you. Today, we also have my brother, Mike Larry. Again, the honey badger of the group. He comes in when he wants. He talks when he wants. Don't let the name fool you. <laughs> He does what he wants. <laughs> and I don't know if you could hear in the distant background, Pete Chetta is in the house. He unfortunately is not going to be able to stay. He needs to go to work. He's currently taking a cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> With a school school. With a school school. You can hear, you can hear him in the back. School school. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we just finished watching. Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. It was so good. You know, I felt like this one moved so fast. And, you know, I was trying to take notes. I was I was trying to type as fast as I could. But I just couldn't get the dialogue, like everything. So, you know, my apologies for not being able to quote things correctly. I, it was just, it was moving so fast. And that's the problem with this season. Like... Now, with it, you know, being episode five and there's only two episodes left, like now they have to pack everything in and the dialogue is just, it's just coming at me from all sides. I just cannot grasp everything. I know what you mean. I mean, I feel like they, the setup for this, for this season was so like, it took so many episodes to kind of set everything up and everything was so slow up to last episode. That's when things, they, they definitely kicked it up a notch. Oh, yeah. But, and then, but I don't know how I feel about this episode. I feel like it's just like a clip, another cliffhanger episode. There were, there were a few things that I liked about this episode. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it was just, a, it was just going so fast. A lot of things were happening. There was a lot of dialogue and I felt like I couldn't keep up. I, I couldn't keep up. Well, as far as like taking notes. Yeah. So I kind of feel bad. Like I kind of feel like maybe I should watch it again, but we can't. <laughs> we just can't do that today. Not today. People have places to go. <laughs> Della G's woman wants him home. Ain't Early. Nothing ra- ain't nothing wrong with being whipped. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gladly take that. Yeah. My cousin is a lovely woman. She's a lovely lady. Lovely lady. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Baby, you know I love you. I hear Pichetta. I hear him. He's coming. (laughs) He's about to make a quick intro. Thank you, everybody, for waiting for me. Appreciate y'all. Game of Thrones was cool. Quick summary. But other than that, appreciate it. All the listeners, this is Peach at AK. Nobody get away. Weta, Scoot Johnson. Scoot, Scoot. Shout out to my boy, Pete and Panther. 
Bye, good day. All right, bro. Okay, so. So we're back. We're back. And it's time to talk. Oh, shit. I guess we're not back because I hear a knock at the door. Time out. (laughs) 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 This dude came back for a (laughs) tostada. I thought he left his phone or something. (laughs) He was looking urgent. He needed to find that tostada urgent. (laughs) Yeah, we had uh, tostadas for dinner tonight. Um, I went to a store over here on uh, in the Mission on 24th called La Palma, and uh, I went to go buy some carnitas and some rice and beans because I didn't want to cook. I love and, that feeling of oh, not wanting to cook. Yeah, so I just got some, some tostadas, threw everything on it. God, it was so good. It always hits the spot. Yeah, that sounds like a munchy meal. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Everybody that sounds like the, those freaking late night made up foods that everybody gets no you, you don't, don't you don't ever do that if i get drunk <laughs> which i don't really do that anymore you know i'm pretty old now uh, i don't go out like i used to so it's not like i'm getting drunk you so know you can get drunk at, at home oh god There's nothing legal about it i don't get drunk enough <laughs> so where i want to order food so my brother stevie came over one time and he was just drunk off his ass and he was hungry and he ordered these nacho fries from this taqueria. I can't remember which one it's called, but it's on Uber Eats. God damn, they were bomb. And so, you know, every now and then, if like I'm craving something at night and, you know, I can't make anything because the kids are asleep, I will order those. You had them one time. I did. I did have them. They're hella good. They are. They are good. We I had. I even took them home and I even ate them cold. They're and they were still good. good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was late. Good. I didn't want to wake up the baby, so. Yeah, and you don't want to warm up the food, right? I didn't want to warm like... up the food. I was just like, nope. <laughs> I yeah. ate them cold. They were, they were still phenomenal. We th- That time we got them with um, carne asada and shrimp. And it was really good. Usually I just get carne asada. I felt like they could have thrown a little bit more shrimp in there. Yeah, you know? they were cheap on the shrimp. but what, <laughs> I mean, they charge you like three, four bucks extra. Give me some shrimp, Give me some it. goddamn shrimp. I know they come in bunches. I know. What Jesus. the hell? Anyway. Anyways, back to seventeen, whatever time this is. What, what <laughs> Game, of Thrones Game of Thrones. Time. Welcome back to the medieval times. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's start. I let's mean, get, here we go. Let's just jump into it. First scene: um, Bronn surfaces, takes a deep breath, and he pulls Jamie out of the water, and he takes a deep breath they make it to that little shoreline they're breathing hard and jamie tells Bron, you could have killed me like are you fucking kidding me he saved your fucking life oh i don't like jamie jamie's jamie's acting like a punk right now here's my thing and i didn't say this last week but i'm gonna say this right now because it's been bothering me for a whole fucking week the fact that he took that spear and charged at Daenerys, he was ready to throw that spear in her back. He's a fucking coward because he killed her father by stabbing him in the back. And now he tried to do that to her. That is the cowardly way. And I have just lost all respect for him. 
I don't know. I don't know if I've lost all respect for him. I think he. Well, at that point. Oh, at that point. I, I've lost all respect. Oh. You know, who the fuck does he think he is saying you could have killed me when he saved your life? No, Drogon could have killed you. I think that was a little bit more of sarcasm on his end. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think he was being serious. Him and Bron, because didn't Bron also say, or well, a little bit later on, he said, I'm done with this ever since the dragons are here now. Yeah. But yet, later on in the episode, you see they're still... They're still cool. Together, so they, yeah. Somewhat, they somewhat cool. Well, Bron tells him, like, what the fuck were you doing? What were you thinking? That's a dragon. What the hell were you doing? I think that's just how guys might talk to each other. Yeah. Well, well you know what I really liked is when Bron said, listen to me, cunt. Yeah. He said, you're not dying until I get what you <laughs> promised me. No, he said, listen to me, cunt. I get to kill you. Yeah. A dragon's not going to kill you. Nobody's going to. I'm going to fucking kill you. Which, you know, I, like I won't. Bron. I won't kill you because you still owe me. Yeah. He still wants that castle. He's he's bent on that castle. So Jamie's just like, damn, you know, that was only, you know, look what she did with one dragon. She has two more. He was shaking. Yeah. He was shaking in his boots. Yeah, and Bronze like, fuck that, man. Uh, dragons is where our partnership ends. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Like, sh- this was not, well, I mean, this was not part of anybody's plan. No. They didn't believe it. No. They didn't believe it. And now that it's there, it's and like. that they seem. Oh. That changes everything. <laughs> he doesn't want to fucking go. Bron does that, not want to <clears throat> fucking go up against a dragon. Jamie's right, though. But you saw that. I'm glad that that crossbow didn't really do any, didn't, didn't really. I thought they were going to kill my boy. No. I, I thought they were going to kill the dragon. I was about yeah. to be hot. But they didn't. But still, I'm glad that it didn't really work or yeah. that it just kind of got him in the wing. What, did it, Do you think it... It, it like, got him, like... It like, in the in shoulder. The shoulder slash wing area. Yeah. Yeah, but... I can't believe he still... I thought he was done flying because he was just, like... He was gimping it for one for a minute. No. But... He's a badass motherfucker. He is a badass But you know what? I just kind of... Never even realized it until you said, like, until we talked about it right now. He was, um, he was hit, like, in the right shoulder. Yeah. And so was Khal Drogo. Remember mm-hmm. when he put his, his chest or shoulder up against that knife and cut himself, and then he got the infection, and yeah. that led to everything? I just thought of that. But still, Galicia was willing, you know, I like, I like, I respect that about her. She was willing to step onto the actual battlefield where there's chaos. I mean, she does have the upper hand right now. Everybody's, oh God, everybody's yeah. running. So she's got this dragon next to her. No one's going to really try to mess with her except for Jamie. Jamie's an idiot. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It was a suicide oh mission. Maybe because he's, his back is against the wall. No, he's a fucking coward. He saw that she was tending to her dragon and he thought... This is my chance. I can yeah. just take her out. She'll never see me coming. But guess what, bitch? But I mean, this is war. It is war. And it all's fair. Which is why last week when I said I'm mad at Tyrion, because who the f- who gives a fuck if, if Jamie dies? This is war. I know he's your brother. I know you love him. But right now he's your enemy. But not. I mean, he Tyrion knows that he has a soft spot for him. And but you are fighting a war. battle, yeah. and you're on different sides. I mean, he didn't do anything to try and stop 
him. He said, run, you fool. He didn't try to, like, step in, you know, or try to, like, warn him or anything like that, which is, which tells me that he's, he, he understands, he understands what's, what, what could happen. Yeah. But he probably wouldn't like it to happen because at the end of the day, that's his brother and they both have a soft spot for each other. Cersei's yeah. the oddball that likes to bang her brother. She's a freaking bitch. So Tyrion um, is walking amongst the ashes, looking around in disbelief, basically. I, I don't know if it was disbelief or... Sorrow for his old comrades, possibly. Because yeah. he used to drink with a lot of them. Yeah. It was it was, it was a sad scene. Mixed emotions, maybe. Yeah. The, the Dothrakir kind of like taking weapons out of dead people and taking them yeah they're gathering up all the prisoners of that battle and um they take the prisoners over to daenerys and drogon again everyone out there i know it's drogon but i like to call him drogon because i think it sounds better and because this is america yeah and <laughs> i could say whatever the fuck i want hmm so Daenerys says some tells the guy something like, you know, I know what Cersei has told you about me. You know, I haven't come to destroy your cities or burn your houses down or burn you and your family members or kill kill you and your children. Leave your um, children as bastards yeah. or whatever. She, so she's basically saying, you know, everything. I know what you've heard, but this isn't me. You know, I'm going to offer you a choice. Bend the knee and join us or refuse and die. And then Drogon like lets out a, it's not a scream, it's like more a, roar. a roar. Yeah, he lets out a roar and um, some take the knee. But the Tarleys don't. They stay standing. And she tells them to step forward. And Lord Tarley um, basically says he's not going to bend the knee. And he calls out Tyrion for murdering, you know, his own father. And for going against his family and fighting with Daenerys. Basically a deserter for calling him out on being a deserter yeah well Tyrion then tells Randall Tarly to fight with Daenerys or he can be sent to the wall and um, he tells he uh, Randall Tarly says you can't send me to the wall you're not my queen and then Dickon steps forward and he refuses to bend the knee as well so basically they're saying, you know, I have a queen and that's Cersei. But Tyrion tries to intervene. He tries to like keep them alive and saying, you know, you know, you had a queen, Marjorie, and Cersei had her killed. Right? Or yeah, well Cersei killed her. Yeah. And now you're flip-flopping. So if you can go if you can flip-flop and back Cersei, well you can flip-flop and back Daenerys and they refuse. Yeah. And, um, you know, Tyrion's trying to convince Danny to let them live and not behead them. And she says that she's not going to behead anyone. And she sentences them to die. 
and she says one word. Do you remember what she says? I don't. The scariest word you could possibly hear in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dracarys. That's when I'm like, puñeta. <laughs> and that's it. They fucking, they're dead. Roasted. You know what? But that was a pretty good death because they didn't, pre- they probably did it. They just got incinerated and they didn't really, they didn't even have remainings. That's how hot that breath is. Yeah. A quick, easy death. Which was pretty merciful if you think about it. I mean, I hear that if you get beheaded, you live for like another twenty seconds. I mean, your body just. I mean, at least you're you're like you're still conscious for like another like few seconds, and you're like, and then fuck. I'm like, my body's gone. Well, yeah, like when you take a chicken, you chop the head off, and they keep running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we. I'd rather get incinerated, die instantly. Me too. <laughs> Me too. So he's like, I think, I think he was just like, "Fuck this! I'm too old for this shit." And he's like, "I'm, I'm gonna die." I would, but if that was the case, I would have just told my son, "Hey, just bend the knee. It's okay." I think no, he kind of wanted him to because he told him to stay back, yeah. but he was like, "No." Yeah, I'm you know he. How do you think? My question is, how do you think Sam would take this? I know him and his father didn't really get along, but he still looked for his approval. Which means he that he did. cared about it. He did. I think he might switch over to Cersei's no, side. No, never. I think he. I think he would understand. Well, All's fair in love and war. Well, well, technically, let's not let's not get crazy here, because he doesn't follow Queen Daenerys. He follows no. John. He, jo- he follows John. He follows the king. And king after John this Snow. episode, uh, <laughs> I keep telling everybody they're gonna get together. Oh my god, they they there is definitely a connection. They're gonna get together. I keep telling everybody I can see it. Hold up, Mike. Look like he got something to say about this. Oh no. Nada. Oh, that was the best best <clears throat> in the whole episode, though. When he was looking at, wait, oh yeah, wait let's, till let's, we let's, get there, boy. Just wait. wait. Okay. Okay. So, um, so after she says Dracarys, the guys get incinerated, and the rest of the the prisoners bend the knee. <laughs> easy, <laughs> too easy. It was an easy move. Bend the knee, bam. I'm gonna eat tonight. If I bend the knee, I eat. It was an easy decision. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Tyrion looks a little upset. He does. Again, he probably had ties with some of these guys. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, this was his old. He's this, visibly upset. This was his people at one point. And it probably saddens him to see it this way. I mean, it would sadden me. Yeah. You know, because I wouldn't want, I didn't want this for my people, but, you know, I was just forced to kind of leave. You know what I'm saying? Not that I hated you guys and I wanted to leave or something like that, but but you know he uh, hopefully he understands that this is all for the greater good, right? Hopefully. So now we're back at King's Landing and Jamie is going to look for Cersei, right? He he obviously he's going to tell her what happened. He runs into Kyburn and in like the hall, and then goes to Cersei's room. And, you know, she's sitting on her bed and she gets up and she asks, how many men did we lose? And this is where it gets difficult because I couldn't get all the dialogue. 
I just, I couldn't do it. Um, he, you know, I know he tells her that they lost a lot of men. And I know that she says something like, well, that's okay. We have, we have the gold and the iron bank is behind us. And I think she, we'll hire some mercenaries. Yeah. And then, you know, that, that, that are better, that are even better than the, they're not, I mean, no, no, he, she didn't say that they were better. She said, they're not, they're not soldiers. They're not our soldiers, but that, you know, they'll fight for us. They'll fight for money anyways. And then Jamie tells her, you know, I just saw the Dothraki. Yeah. And I just saw how they fight and there's no way. This is key because the way he, the, his, his, his expression, he was terrified of the Dothraki. Oh, his yeah. expression on his face, he was just like, these these people, they don't hunt. They don't kill for, because they have to. They kill for sport. It's like a sport. The more you kill, the better warrior you are. Yeah. And and that scared him. That means yeah. that they're like, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't, get, they don't need money. They don't, they don't need none of that stuff to fight. They fight with their heart because that's what they like. Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> he tells her, you know, I saw the devastation this one dragon caused. One dragon, and she has two more. What are we gonna do? Like, like, I, and then, but she seems all calm. But Jamie's like, "Bit, you haven't seen this. Like, you weren't there. You're all calm and mellow and high and mighty here, but I was there." Yeah. So she's like, you know, well, what do we do? Do we bend the knee? Do you want me to bend the knee? Or what does she say? She tells him, like, what do we do? Do we make peace with her? No, no. <clears throat> no, she doesn't say Do that. we um, maybe count on Tyrion to intercede on our behalf? Yeah, that, that's that's what she said. She said uh, that, you know, worst comes to worst, that Tyrion will basically sabotage her whole operation if... Possibly they might like trick him into being like, we'll accept you again or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Some shit like that, you know. And then Jamie, with that said, Jamie then tells Cersei that, because uh, she said something about Tyrion uh, and maybe she, I see again, I can't remember. I think she says something about Tyrion, like forgiving him. And um, Jamie tells Cersei that Olena killed Joffrey. And she asks, um, you know, did she confess before or after she drank the wine? And he said after. And then she says, you know, and you believed her. And he basically tells her, yes, like yeah. if if your granddaughter was going to marry Joffrey or Tommen, like, Wouldn't what you? would you do? Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't you kill them? It's like, Jesus, that guy is violent. <clears throat> right. And so, like, she... She couldn't say anything. And she I mean, was a boss. She was a boss bitch. So, you know, she was the HBIC at her house. And she's like, I ain't having this. Yep. Oui. So, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, next scene. Jon Snow is at Dragonstone outside. And he sees Danny arrive on Drogon. And, you know, he lands. And he lets out this big ass roar at Jon. But, like, Jon... He didn't get scared. He 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 just it, I don't even know how to say it. Like he didn't get scared. Dragon then like walks up to him and But still kinda of burying his teeth like 
I don't know. Yeah, and Daenerys is like kind of watching from. But can she see? Because in the camera angle, she can't she see what's see, going on. But she was kind of like she looking. was trying to look. She was yeah. trying to look. I think she knew John was there. Yeah, she did obviously. And John takes off his glove and goes and reaches out to touch him and does. Yeah. And and Drogon just his eyes widen. His, yeah. his pupils they widen. He's he's calm. Dude, my husband was like. Uh, Drogon it. just imprinted on yeah, him. That, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. He just imp- they just imprinted. They had this connection. Now it's done. Yeah, and Daenerys was impressed, and um, because he's got he's got dragon blood in him, right? Yes, he's, he's got he's got dragon he's blood. The in him. He's, he's got the dragon blood in him. So I mean, that's that's. So she's impressed. John looks up at her, and so does Drogon. He mm-hmm. like turns around, and look up at her, and she's coming down. And um, she says, you know, oh, they are beautiful, aren't they? And he says something about them being glorious beasts. And she says, they're not beasts to me. They are my children. Yeah. yeah he, he says, uh, beautiful. Wasn't what came to mind. Oh, yeah. Then he calls them gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous beasts. Or glorious. He's like, I see. I don't know. Again, I'm not sure, but he said something along those lines. Yeah. Like, yeah, beasts. and she's like, they're not beasts. They're they're my they're children. my kids. Yeah. And um, he, you know, he's like, oh, you were gone, or you weren't gone long. Yeah. And she says, uh, you know, I have fewer fewer enemies today than I had yesterday. And um, because that's just how I fucking roll. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, sh- they're talking. She asks about. How many men did he kill when he took Winterfell back? He said thousands. And then she asks him, she says, Sir Davos said, you took a knife in the heart for your people. And John says, Davos, he says a lot of things. And um, like he over exaggerates. He's like, yeah, he's over exaggerating. Like it's just a figure of speech, right? That's what she asked him. So it's like a figure of speech. And then. I don't think he said anything. He didn't after. say anything, but they get interrupted. Yeah. Um, because they're saying, oh, somebody's here. They said that they know you or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then. And it's Jorah. Bam. He came back. Weird. It's weird. You know, she's very, like, surprised to see him. Yeah. But she knows that if he's back, it's because he, he figured out a way to cure the grayscale. Exactly. So she's happy. Now, <laughs> I she hugs him. Yeah. She hugs him. Yeah, she trusts that he did get cured, and bam, she you know he, she gives her, well, she gives him a hug. She introduces John and right. um, Jora, and John tells him that he served with his father, and and that's when she's like, "Well, you found a cure," and then he said, "You know, I return to your service," and she says, um, "It would be my honor," and she hugs him. You know, you know what's kind of. I was like, man, I feel bad for Jura. Because Khaleesi, after that other mercenary dude got, you know, he died or whatever happened to that other dude that was like banging her before. Oh, um, Dario. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. I don't remember. He's back in. Oh, he went back to. He's okay. like in Marine or somewhere. She oh, left he, him. Oh, she's holding it. He's holding it down. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's holding it down. So, and then now she like single, right? Yeah. And then Jura's been away with the grayscale. And then now, 
Khaleesi's feeling Jon Snow and then Jorah come back. So he's like the third wheel again. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just has horrible timing. This guy has horrible timing. I feel bad for him. But, I mean, come on. You, you saw the scar of that grayscale. That was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the looks between the three of them was weird. Well, she looked happy. She looked happy that, that he was back. She was like, damn. Like, yeah. But she couldn't believe that, you know, he got cured at the same time. But she she looked, to me, she looked like she was happy. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's why she hugged him. Not afraid. She's not afraid to hug him. Yeah. She trusts him. Even though he did, you know. He did her he, dirty. He but did he's her dirty. made up for it. Yeah. He's made up for it. He sacrificed a lot. Yeah. So... The next scene, we see uh, ravens flying, right? They leave Winterfell and they're flying. And um, and we know that the three-eyed raven sent them out. Yeah. And he's seeing through them. What do they call it? He's warging? Yeah, he's because he's a warg. So, I guess so he's so. warging and, uh, you know, his eyes are all white. And the bird's eyes get <laughs> white, too. And they fly over the wall and... Um, they fly over Eastwatch and mm-hmm. then eventually come to the Army of the Dead. The White Walker Army? Yeah, and they're kind of like flying around. The Three-Eyed Raven is watching all of this. And then the fucking Night King looks up at them and then like they all die and they all fall or something. Mm-hmm. What happens? I think they all like spread out. Yeah, they all just, yeah, like Mike said, they all scatter. Cause, but I want to know how the Night King knows. How is he a warg himself? Can he sense this, or does he? Is he like such, such superhuman? Maybe because he was created by those, you know, things that you know were with the three-eyed raven from before, made of the same kind of like magic or whatever the hell. Or this is, is it that is it that he touched Bran and can sense it? But how did he touch him the first time? How did he even see him the first time? I. I don't know how he saw him. That's what I'm saying. Because when he works, people can't see him. Yeah. But the Night King saw him. Well, so. no, because he wasn't working then, was yes, he? Yes, he was. He was, yeah, he was. But he was like doing a time travel type thing. He wasn't like in like watching through an animal. He was doing it like was a, him himself. He was there. But yeah. usually when he's there, they can't see him. Yeah. But that one time that he was watching Ned at the tower, um, he called out to him and Ned turned around. Yeah. So like he heard him. But I don't know, may, it might have been when he grabbed him that now they're kind of like connected. Yeah. Um which was how he was able to go into the that tree. Mm-hmm. So oh God, I don't know, it's so complicated. Like I uh, don't understand I don't understand what's going on between them two. Yeah. Between them I did two. like, you know, I I don't fully understand the Night King's all his powers and what he can actually do. So, I mean, he might be able to do some other stuff. Yeah, so the interaction between those two characters, I feel like I'm in the dark. Because I didn't read the book, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, which is good, which is fine by me. Which is fine by me, because it'll be a nice little surprise. Yeah. So, when the Night King looks up and the ravens, like, scatter, um, Bran, like, wakes up and he says uh, that they need to send ravens. Okay, so in the next scene... Um, we see Sam at the Citadel and he's got all these like 
manuscripts or whatever in his arms and he's he's listening to the maester's conversation they're talking about bran and the raven and the note that he sent with the raven right and they're kind of like you know they don't really believe him and sam turns around and he says you know somehow this crippled boy survived years outside of the wall perhaps you know we should listen to what he has to say and then he says something like Everyone in Westeros trusts and respect you guys. And if you guys listen to what Bran is saying and tell people... They'll believe you. Yeah. If they send word out, then people will start searching their records. They might be able to find something, you know, about the last time winter came. Sam then tells them that, you know, the the army of the dead is real and that he has seen them. And um, he basically just gets dismissed. Sam leaves the room, and one of the maesters asks the archmaester, is he the one whose father and brother just died? He says, yes, I just, I don't have the heart to tell him or whatever. He's a good lad. He's a good lad. I thought that he they would tell him. Yeah, I, th- I thought so too, but... I don't know what will happen if, if, when he does find out, you know? So we come to, back to Dragonstone, and Tyrion and Varys are having a conversation, and Tyrion is telling him, you know, what happened during the battle he tried to stop her yeah and you know Varys says you know danny is not her father and she never will be and you need to find a way to make her listen i think he tells him to like search for john or to use john because she seems to listen to john maybe you can get her to listen through him i don't like that Tyrion is like second guessing her I don't think he's second, well, kind of second guessing her. But at the same time, you know, he's trying to stick to plan A, which was we're not trying to kill it. You know, we're not trying to really have any mass murder. The thing is, she's not going out and killing innocent women and children. She was fighting a battle. Yeah. A battle is a battle. Right. So what is the problem? She's not. She's not killing innocent people. No. Uh, she's killing soldiers right but you know maybe they feel like she's getting like all this power kind of getting to her head and that they're afraid that they're afraid that she might become like the mad king because that's what they kind of like always refer back to that's what Tyrion is like saying but Varys is saying she's not like her father I mean clearly because if she was, she would have. She would. She, she would have already taken whatever you know she needed to take with her three dragons. Yeah. Unexpectedly, nobody would have known. It would have just been when one fell swoop. Yeah. She could have just gone in and burned everything, burned them all. That's burn what she all. could have done. Just like I should let it burn right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next scene, John gets a raven. And says, I thought Arya was dead. I thought Bran was dead. And I think, was it Davos who said, well, you should be happy? No, no it was Daenerys. Yeah, Daenerys. Daenerys was like, oh, you should be happy. And he says that he needs to go home. And he'll just fight with the men he has unless you want to fight with me. Right. And um, they're strategizing about how they're going to you know, win the war. And what they're going to do with Cersei and you know or even Daenerys because people don't believe John. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're trying to figure out what to do about the White Walkers. So they're right. kind of starting to lean over to John's cause a, right. a, a little bit because 
I think they're getting convinced because he's he's like really urgent about this. Yeah, he's, he's like, like adamant. Yeah, I gotta, like I gotta, I gotta go. go. I need to go. And right my family's now. up there now. Three of my siblings are there, and I gotta go. I gotta fight. I gotta fight. I'm not gonna leave. I'm the king. No, this is this is what he says. He says, "Look, I am a king." Like he's he is does not want to bend the knee, and he's letting her know I am not gonna bend the knee. I am a king, and he's gonna go, and, and I'm he... gonna go, and I'm gonna fight with my people. That's that's John Snow right there. They're the real MVP. It's just getting so good, and you know, as they're talking, um, they say that there has to be a way that we can get other people to believe us, and they're like, well, you know, maybe the only way to do it is to bring the dead to Cersei. Yeah. Because they're trying to trying to do like some sort of parlay with her meantime, because this is a more pressing issue, right? Because it concerns everybody. And so they're saying, you know, maybe we need to bring one of these White Walkers to King's Landing. Jora volunteers to go. Well, the thing is, is John is saying this, right? Yeah. Like John's like ready to go. Exactly. He's 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 been ready. Right. He's, he's ready, ready to go. But then Jora steps up and says, "I want to go." And John's like, no, I'm going to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and, Daenerys is all like... And she's like, I haven't given you permission yeah, exactly. to leave. exactly. It's like, I don't need your permission. I am the king of the north. Yeah. God damn like, it. That's right. I don't need to listen to you. I don't and, need to listen to nobody. I do what I want. Yes. That was so <laughs> good. It's like, woman, listen to me, woman. I don't need to be listening to you. I don't need your permission to leave. <laughs> Exactly, and she's not gonna stop. Him. And he probably already knows she won't. She won't try to stop him. No, no she won't try no. to stop him. And he asks her you to trust him. Yeah, like, this you is need to trust. Me. And this is when she's starting to see like, damn, this like something's for real that's about to my happen. Boo. Yeah, it's like that's damn. On, last one to, to calm me down like that was Count Drogo. He, you know, he put it. He put, <laughs> he, he put it down. You know, he brought me into this world. <laughs> So that was a really good scene. Do you think Jorah... It was a powerful scene. Yeah. Do you think Jorah is like seeing the connection between them? Because it, I mean, the sparks are flying here. I mean, maybe to you and I. But he do, he hasn't seen prior. He just got here. Doesn't matter. Nah, nah. You don't think so? Like... Other think, people see it. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he knows his place right now. I feel like Jorah knows his place. His place is to stay nice and quiet. He's been out of the picture for a minute. He's nice and quiet in the corner. If this was Jura been here the whole time and John would have talked to her like that, he would have definitely said something. But right now he's just he's he's taking a step back. He just got here. That's why he, you know, doing a little volunteer work here and there. But I don't think he can see the connection. I think maybe Varys has seen the connection. He sees it. So he sees Davos, everything. So does Davos. Da- yeah. Yeah. I, I think he sees it. Oh yeah, he sees it. Yeah, yeah, he sees it. He's like, you're looking more than her heart. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene brings us to Winterfell. God, it looks so cold up there. <laughs> and Sansa is sitting down listening to the people, and they're saying the King of the North should stay in the North. We did not choose you to rule, my lady, but we should have. The Knights of the Vale came for you. Sansa sees Arya watching. And she says, John is our king. He is doing what he thinks is best. And she said that while looking at Arya. The next scene 
Sansa's in her room and Arya comes in and she makes some comment like you all something about you always liked nice things it made you feel better than everyone yeah. and Sansa asks if Arya is angry and Arya tells her they were insulting John and you sat there and listened to them. Yeah. And she was like, well, I was listening. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do. And then she tells Arya, you know, like, you know, we had to fight for Winterfell. It didn't just come easy. You know, these men fought with us. They helped us take it back. Arya basically calls Sansa out for wanting to be the ruler. The ruler of the North. I Which mean, I don't, I don't deny it. She's looking like she's like in the position. Yeah. I mean, you gave me a position like that. Who wouldn't? Uh, king Tommen, maybe he didn't. He didn't like being king. But the thing is, Arya just called her out. Like that's the first person to do it. Good. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad that somebody so close. I'm so let, glad it was let, Arya. Let you know. Yep. I gotta smack you back down to Winterfell. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Exactly. You're not the king. Yeah, and so basically Sansa like tries to dismiss her and tells her like I have work to do. Yeah, so but she's got think kind of Cersei ish, if you ask me. Yeah, she I don't is. I don't know. You know, she says she learned a lot from Cersei. Fine, like, you learned a lot. But I don't know. She's acting kind of Cersei ish. I don't know. I don't know when John comes back, is she gonna you know how she's gonna feel about that. But yeah. I don't know. But I'm just glad Arya called her out. Somebody needed to. So, yeah. <sighs> Littlefinger sure as hell wasn't going to. Fuck Littlefinger. Asshole. Okay, so in the next scene, we see um, Davos smuggling Tyrion into King's Landing. And so we forgot to say in the previous scene where Jon says, you know, I'm the king. I'm leaving. I don't need to ask for your permission. Right. Davos basically says, you know, I can take Tyrion to King's Landing so that he can talk to Jamie to see if Cersei will meet with us, right? So if we can get a White Walker and we can bring it to her, we're going to have to figure out a way to, to get the message to her. Yeah. And so that's when Davos is like, I'll take him. And so now we're here at that scene. You know, Tyrion says, you know, the last time that he was there, he had killed his father with a crossbow. And Davos basically tells Tyrion how to get in. And he starts walking away. We cut to like the next scene. We see Bronn with Jamie, and you know they're walking in the cellars. Where the dragon's at. And he's telling him that he has to train so that he can be ready to fight the, the Dothraki. But he doesn't want anybody looking. You don't want. He said. He said you don't want anybody looking at you fight like that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you still got a hand cut off. Okay, he did. He had to become a lefty. That's hard. Yeah. So, like, obviously, you know by watching the scene that Bronn, that Tyrion got a hold of Bronn, and Bronn's taking Jamie to see him. Like, that's obvious. He leads him to Tyrion. Tyrion tells Jamie that he needed to see him and that he knew he wouldn't agree to see him. And so um, that's why he had to do it this way. He starts talking about the father and how. Even though his father or their father knew that Tyrion was innocent, he was still going to execute him because he was this dwarf. A dwarf. Yeah. So sad. It was a brotherly moment, you know. Yeah. 
he 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 could have beaten. I know I know he he told him that he was gonna chop him down the next time he saw him, but I mean he could have beaten him with that wood. He could just give him a, a few a few good licks right there with that wooden sword, but you know whatever. They came to some sort of like agreement that he would he would might want to talk to Cersei about what's well, happening. I think Tyrion kind of the way he came at him was like, look, Danny's gonna win this war. No you, matter what, she's you gonna know win. It. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Let's be real about it. God. She's not her father, and that she's willing to suspend the fighting to come together for this one cause. Right. And Jamie's like, either does J- Jamie say that Cersei won't bend the knee? Somebody says that Cersei won't bend the knee. I think Cersei herself says that. No, no, it was. Either Tyrion, see, I can't remember. Because no, I, I think to... I think maybe Jamie might have said it. Said uh, that, do you, what do you want her to do? Bend the knee? And, oh yeah, or like, like she's not gonna bend the knee. Yeah, exactly. And um, Tyrion tells him, no, she doesn't want that right now. Yeah, not she doesn't want that right now. Right now, yeah. She wants something else. Yeah, there's something else that's something going more on. important. Exactly. And uh, then we see um, mm-hmm. Davos walking into a shop, and I was like, oh my god. He's he found Gendry immediately, right? Because I that's where Ned found him. Right. So yeah, so Davos finds Gendry, uh, who is Robert Baratheon's bastard, the one that uh, Melisandre put wanted the to kill. On. Was that the one that put the leeches yeah, on? Yeah. Okay. And that Davos set free, and he told him to leave. He he tells Gendry that bad things are coming, and Gendry's like, do you want me to come with you? I don't know if Davos says, yeah, I want you to come with me. Or or he told him, like, I just want you to leave and be safe. And Gendry's like, no, I want to go with you. I'm going to go with you. Yeah, I was. No, no, no. Was it? Was it? I think Davos told him safety is not absolute. Even though you're going to stay here and you've been safe for now. You're, it doesn't mean that you're going to be safe forever. So I think it's time to go. And he said, right. you, you better pick up one of these swords. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm not very good with swords. Right, because Gendry's like, oh, you know, I've been hiding in plain sight, basically. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as, a, as a swordsmith. It's like every time I, I, every time I swing the hammer, I think about, what was it, like leaving or something like that? Yeah, so Davos tells him to take a sword, and he's like, no, I'm not going to take a sword. I'm going to bring this. And what the hell was that? It like, was like a hammer. Like a sledgehammer. It was like a, it was like a sledgehammer with like a... a it had like a little pickaxe on the other side. And that, let me tell you, that sledgehammer looked badass. Yeah. That was badass. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so they make it back to the little boat, but then two guards see them. And they start like questioning them. And Davos pays them off and tells them that they're fishermen or something. What did they say they were? No, nah, uh, I don't even know. He says, uh, what, what, you know, the docks are over there. And he's like, Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, we stayed away from the docks to stay away from guys like you, you know, and he's like, oh, how, how much is it? Is it five? I, I don't know what he said. What was the price? And then they had raised it to 15. He's like, 15. God damn. And then. Yeah. <laughs> said, and they ask him what's in the boat. Yeah. And um, the sledgehammers. The, the sledgehammers sled- like yeah. they're visible. And he basically and doubles tells them that there's fermented crab and he gives, yeah. it gives them the story. And um. He's, he's thinking on he his toes. He walks over and he 
uncovers the fermented crab, and while he's doing that, he covers that sledgehammer. Right. And smooth. looks at Gendry like smooth, smooth move. Yeah, and he has the guys taste it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, funny. here, here, it'll, it, 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 it'll, it's like, it's like the 15th century Viagra. Here, fermented crab. Have some. Have some. <laughs> here. You better go to your favorite, your favorite, uh, what was it? Saloon or what? what brothel. Yeah, we go to your favorite brothel before you make a hole in that chain mill. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, you know, as he says that, we see Tyrion coming. So the guards are looking at him like, and so Tyrion's like, oh shit, let me hold, let me put my head down. I'm gonna keep walking. Like, I'm not gonna say anything. And the guards are like, hey, you know, wasn't the queen looking for a dwarf? And they ask him how he got the scar on his face. And they said, well, yeah, I think the queen was looking for a dwarf with the scar like yours. Gandry comes up behind them and kills him. Well, Davos tried to pay them off first. Oh, yeah. He tries to pay them off And he's like, you think you can pay me better than than the queen? You got me. Pa! Pa! Got them both. He smashed one of their faces. Yeah, they're dead. That's it. Dead. I would hate to take... I would rather take a knife to the heart than take one of those blows to the faces and still be alive. Because you're still alive. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're still alive. You just got a broken face. Yeah. So, oh God, not the face, <laughs> not the face. So the next scene, Cersei and Kyburn are in her room. Jamie walks in after talking with Tyrion and he asks, he asks her why, why Kyburn was there. And, um, she says, you know, he's the hand of the queen. What are you doing here? Hella attitude. Like, why is she giving Jamie hella attitude? Because... And he tells her, you know, I met with Tyrion. And she said, well, what did our brother have to say? No, but you sh- did you see her face, though? When when he first told her, he was, she was like, she looked upset. But then she just like switched it up. She was just like, now what did he have to say? I was like, oh, I thought she was about to blow up. I thought she was about to blow up on him and be like, where is he? I need to, f-. you know, I, I th- that's what I thought. You know, I was like, oh, shit, she caught me off guard. <laughs> I thought she was about to just tear everything up. He tells her that Tyrion wanted to discuss an armistice. Yeah, he wanted to. Re- he wanted to discuss an, uh, basically like a ceasefire. For now, Cersei tells him that Bronn betrayed him by tricking him into going to see Tyrion. Right, and she tells him like, "Do you think that anything happens here without my knowledge?" She basically says she knows what was happening and she allowed it to happen, exactly. which is why she was probably talking to Kyburn. I'm pretty sure the Kyburn's the sneaky one. Right. And which is why she was mad at him when he first walked in. Yeah. Why she gave him mad to like, pretty, why are you I'm here? Sure. But he came out he came out and told the truth real quick, so she was just like, Okay. Yeah, so she was okay, you know, she yeah. forgave him and then she was like, Okay, so he's not like trying to hide things from me. Yeah. You know. But uh yeah, she asked him, she was like, how, uh, how are you gonna punish him? What's 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 gonna be his punishment? And he's like who he's like you know who your boy (laughs) yeah no no he's not gonna get punished he doesn't get punished no (laughs) then cersei tells him that she's pregnant oh yeah. yeah cersei tells him that she's pregnant and jamie um says well who would you say is the father and she said you 
Because mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, people will not like that. And then she was like, do you remember what father used to say? Oh, God, that's creepy. And what was that saying? The lion... The lion doesn't lose sleep over the opinions opinion of, of sheep. sheep. Yes. And they kiss. Because they're crazy. Okay. And they hug after they kiss. And she says... Never betray me again. Scary. Scary if you ask me. I'd be creeped out right now. Why are you threatening him? Yeah, exactly. And the look on his face was like. He's like. like, I know you ain't questioning me. I damn near got. I'm not flame retardant. I I damn near got burnt up by a damn dragon for you. Stupid. Oh my god. What the fuck? You're like, dude, you know what? I think she's trying to trap him again. Even though she's her brother, (laughs) she's her whatever. She's his sister. She's trying to trap him. She's trying to trap him. She's probably not pregnant. She's probably not pregnant, but she might have been questioning loyalty, you know? And he knows he's an honorable man. So he'll, he'll stay for, he'll stay for the kids. Or kid. Or kid, air quotes. Oh, God. We'll see. Why is she pregnant again? She. I don't think she's pregnant. I think she's playing them. No. I she think. Can. I, no, she was too happy. No. This is Cersei we're talking about. So what is she gonna do? Fake, fake losing the kid. I don't know. But she also said that that this. If they do a parlay, that this might work to their advantage. Right. And maybe stabbing Daenerys in the back when she's when she's close. Maybe bring the mountain around. But not even the mountain could withstand a breath of those dragons. She ain't going anywhere without them dragons, unfortunately, for Cersei. Cersei knows that her time is limited. She's... Jamie knows she's swaying. that her time is limited. Jamie knows it knows it most of all. Yeah, I think he. I think she's blind to the fact of how how much she's like in how backed up in the corner she is. I don't think she knows until Jamie knows. Yeah, even Tyrion knows. Everybody knows it except for her. She thinks because she has the money and the Iron Bank. That uh, she could do whatever the fuck she, she wants. Exactly. Because money talks, apparently. But she can't. No. Great acting. Oh, yeah. yeah she's a great she's, actress. Oh, my God. Jesus. If you, she's if you, a great actress. Like, I see some bad guys a lot in, like, movies and shows and stuff. And I usually laugh because sometimes they don't portray it, like, as a bad Like, I don't see you as a bad guy. I'm sorry. But, God, she's really, she's really irked me. Like, I, I don't even like watching her scenes anymore. <laughs> I just like, what does this bitch want now? It's kind of like watching Joffrey. Like I, Joffrey I was at cringe. least a little entertaining. I would cringe every time Joffrey came on screen. I was afraid Joffrey just might behead somebody every every scene. He's crazy. Well, he was crazy. Oh, but it's cause it's kind of getting to that level for me where like every time she's on screen, it's like, oh, what the fuck's gonna happen? Yeah. I mean, it's whatever, you know. But she 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 does creep me out a little bit, and Jamie seems a little creeped out right now. 
Yeah. Because he just got threatened. Yeah. By his sister slash lover slash baby mama. Apparently, air quotes. It's a it's a fucked up situation. <laughs> it's a yeah. fucked up situation. Yeah, it is. I think Jamie might end up just turning. Well, I hope he kills her. I hope so too. Once but once she, he finds out that she's not pregnant, because I'm gonna go with that theory <laughs> that she's not pregnant. She's just faking it. She's just faking it. So crazy women like that, they fake it. If she faked. If she faked repenting for her sins. Crazy women fake a lot of shit. That they do. That they do. I'm just just saying. I have 39 years of wisdom. 39 years of wisdom. And I've been around many a women. Just like Kanye said. 18 years. 18 years. Oh. Ouch. Well, back in the day, there was no, you know, child yeah. support, or nothing. You could just leave a bastard anywhere. I know. Thank so, God I was born in 2017. Yeah, <laughs> Thank God I was born in 1990. I was born in 2017. <laughs> Dude, 1990. What the fuck? Dude, 1990. I have to be like somewhat of an even year. I don't know because it's like zero. So you're going to be 27? I'm going to be 27 in a few days or like a few weeks Della g is gonna be 27 uh the the day of the season finale what the 27th that's a th- damn yeah on your birthday damn it better be a banging season finale <laughs> <laughs> the be, podcast is be, gonna be lit it better be popping you're old i'm older i'm getting old <sighs> Not leave me alone. I mean, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't personally care about growing hey. old. I'm gonna be old, but I'm gonna be always young. Older and wiser. I'm gonna be young in here. I'm gonna be at the gas station. That one dude at the gas station they call Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna okay. be. I'm gonna be telling every all the kids. Look here. Let me tell you something. No, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna personally make it my business that that's gonna be me. <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. So the next scene, uh, we're back at Dragonstone. Davos and Tyrion and Gendry get there, and Davos is telling Gendry, "Just say that your name is Clovis. Um, don't even mention anything about being the the bastard of the king. You don't want that kind of attention. Just lay low." They see John. Davos goes to introduce Gendry to him, and Gendry's like, "My name's Gendry, and I'm Robert Baratheon's bastard son." Everything Davos said just kind of just he just he's like he's like what the fuck (laughs) he was supposed to be keeping that to himself. (laughs) So John says, "Oh, you you're a lot leaner. Like I, you know, I knew your father, and you're a lot leaner." Yeah. And Gendry tells him that he met his father, that he met Ned, and he tells John that he's a lot shorter. (laughs) John gave him this look like. Bruh. <laughs> I might just like you. Yeah, they kind of. They, but he gave him he gave him the iron stare for a second. He was like, yeah. give him the eyebrow. Like, and they're like, oh, you know. I can respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. It was it was it was nice. It was nice. And uh, Gendry tells him that Davos told me. Well, he says Sir Davos told me where you're going, and I want to go. 
And Davos like is like, no, you're not a soldier. You don't want to go. John's like, you know, we could use the help. And um, Davos says, it's better to be a coward for a minute than dead for the rest of your life. Because that's the mantra he like lives by. Or yeah. Whatever. He's like, I'm, um, I'm not, I've lived to the ripe age of whatever, like 67. <laughs> Look at me. I'm still alive, which is a miracle at this point in time of like history with all the diseases. I mean, this guy was solid. This guy was ox, strong as an ox his whole life. Yep. To make it to 67 was, was a nice feat. Yeah. Back so, in those days. Davos is just kind of like, oh my God, you know, no one mind me. All I've ever done is stay alive, is live to the to a ripe old age. Don't listen to what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. You know, like it was it was pretty funny. Just like any any older man would tell, you know, his younger. Just like I would tell the younger generation. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Like, listen to me. I don't know what, do I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't do cocaine after 21, man. Your body just doesn't react the same. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that's so funny. Uh, okay. Davos. That's that's a, that's an OG right there. Yeah, I like he's Davos. He's so funny. And he's not afraid to tell you what he's thinking. No. He's got no education, no matter. Well, he's got some matters. He's pretty respectful, but he'll he'll tell you. If you ask him, he'll tell you. Yeah. So uh, in the next scene, Tyrion sees Jorah, and he tells him that he's missed him. And he talks about this coin the the coin that he tried to use to bargain with to get yeah. them out of like the slavery. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, I want you to take the coin with you, but you need to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our queen needs you. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, they're all gathering to leave here. And as they're going through that banter, John comes. Jorah looks at him. <laughs> Hold on. I can't concentrate because Mike Larry's snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one. I'm like, there, I think he just woke up. He stopped snoring. Oh, thank God. Okay, so then Jorah looks at him. And so then John tells Daenerys, if I don't return, at least you don't have to deal with the King of the North. And she says, I've grown used to him. Yeah. And he says, I wish you good luck in, in the wars to come. And then, you know, he, they leave. Get in the boat, whatever. And as they're leaving, Jorah looks back at her. And and she's just watching them leave. So. Because her boot thing is on board. I mean, did you see the look? Yes. Did you see I'm the look? I'm telling you. Didn't I tell you guys? Oh I God. told you guys. She is sprung. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Jorah's there as the third wheel to watch it. Again. <laughs> Again. Oh no, Jorah. Sorry. First with Carl, then with, then with, God. uh, Dario, <laughs> and now with John. Poor guy. Jeez. He's been permanently friend zoned. He's he's yeah he's friend zoned. Sorry, Jorah. You should have just had that grace girl take over you. Nah, nah. Fuck that. I'd rather be in the friend zone. it makes me want to play the uh johnny maxwell's song friend zone oh my god (laughs) this guy is legitimately in the friend zone every time he is the creator 
from now on, every time I see Jorah, I'm going to be singing friend zone in my head. Like I'm just going to be singing it because that's what it is. He's the creator of the zone. Yeah. He wants out. He but... ain't going, he ain't going to get out. He, I, and if he ever does get out, I'm going to be pissed. But I don't think he's going to no, get no. out. He's not going to get out. He's there. He's, he's the caretaker of the zone. Mm-hmm. Whenever He's there to let other people know, hey, guy, you're in the friend zone with me. It's okay. We have a club going. We got benefits, dental, <laughs> <laughs> health, everything. Tranquilo. Uh, We're good. Next scene. Sam and uh, Gilly are talking about how many steps there are in the citadel like she's reading these fun facts out of these you know books or manuscripts or whatever the fuck they are and she asks what does annulment mean and he tells her what it means so gilly starts reading out of the the book or the manuscript whatever she has she reads that uh, maester Maynard had performed an annulment and and then performed a wedding ceremony for uh, Rhaegar and someone at Dorne. She doesn't say that someone's name. It's Lyanna, which makes John a legitimate child, which means he is truly the prince that was promised and he is the one true king. And I was just saying this, like, I think last week, that I hope they find something because I don't want John to be a bastard. I want him to be a legitimate child and my wish came true. Well, I mean, nobody knows this in Game of Thrones yet. Well, we know this. Nobody knows. They just know that Rhaegar married someone, but they someone. didn't say they his don't name. Know who. They don't, they don't know, know who. who. And she never read the name to Sam. Yeah. So he doesn't know at this point. But I, do this? Do they even know the name of who? Well, it would be in there. It would be. Yeah. It would. It would, it have would to be say recorded. Lyanna Stark. Okay. So. So that's he, because I knew he was married to somebody else. So yeah, he performed so, in a no. Oh, yeah. so that's how it happened. And then he married Lyanna. Oh my, oh my god! I'm so excited. Oh my god! John Targaryen. Yeah, because you take his daddy's name, right? He would be a Targaryen, but I wonder what his like real name is. Like there right. has to what, be like what, what would they give him instead of like Daenerys? What what was the brother's name? Rhaegar. Rhaegar. It would know. have to be like some sort of Targaryen. One of the Targaryen name. names. Yeah. Something like that. It wouldn't be John. But right now, as of now, he's John Targaryen. He could be named after like what was the original Targaryen king's name? Aegon or something? Yeah. Oh no. Rhaegar had a son named Aegon with Elia. John has to have one of those Targaryen names. Who knows what it is? But all we know is, well, you know what? Lyanna would have told Ned what his name was, but he changed it to John. To John? To protect him. If they even gave him. Because if he would have had a Targaryen name, like, why would you name your bastard son after the people that are responsible for your sister's death kind of thing, you know? Okay. So that's why he, like, probably changed his name. Yeah. So Supposedly. Supposedly. There's no way that the, the, a Targaryen, John Targaryen. No, they're not. Gonna, obviously, they're not going to do John Targaryen. Yeah. I'm really glad that that was found. 
Um, Thank you, I, Gilly. I feel good about it. I'm happy. Um, We're glad she learned how to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all she's been doing lately at the Citadel. There's not much else to do. So at this point, Sam's like, Sam is just upset. He's he's done. He's over it. He's just he didn't he didn't go to the Citadel to be a slave for them. Not you know just mistreated by them. Yeah, not respected. Not not respected. Not taken seriously. He didn't go there. He wanted to learn. He thought, yeah, and he wants to help. And by them not listening to him about the White Walkers, really, that really upset him. Yeah, like these guys have the power. To, to make change, yeah, and they refuse to do it because they haven't seen it themselves, right? So he's he's done, he's over it, and he he wants to he leaves. Yeah, does he take all the books and put them back or something? Or no, no, he what takes he, do? he takes like a few books that he might think uh, will, will like some key books, and the and those key books were past the gate. If you notice, huh? he opened up the gate and he, he went back where the masers only the masers are supposed to go. He took a few books with them, and he's gone. See, I didn't know because I'm trying to like type everything, so yeah. I didn't see whether he left books or if he took them. So. No, he took, he took, he okay. definitely took those some books. Well, good. I'm, I hope there's more information in those books. <laughs> and what, um, whatever happened to the to the dragon stone or the uh, not the dragon stone the the dragon glass? Did they ever mine it? I don't know. Yeah, they did, but you know, I didn't even see if they took any with them. That's what I'm saying. Oh, what Jesus? They better have. Well, they remember they didn't go back to Winterfell, but I'm pretty sure that they no, no, did they because they went over the wall. Yeah. So, but he well, John know. doesn't need it. He's got a Valyrian steel. Yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of, I, we're gonna go back to season five. Uh, so, me and my husband we rewatched uh, the episode where they had the battle at Hardhome, which is where John fought the White Walkers. Okay, yeah, and right. we watched it again. You know how they had that? They had all that. Well, it wasn't a lot, but it was. A good amount of dragon glass there but they lost it in the in the fight yeah and uh when he was fighting that white walker and he had just like grabbed a random sword because his was knocked out of his hand and when he went up against the other guys like blade or something like that the white walker john's sword like disintegrated and so he's like oh shit and so you know he got out of there or whatever oh no the guy kicked him and he's yeah. like all out of breath or whatever he got the wind knocked out of him or whatever and um, then John gets up and grabs his sword and he starts fighting him. And then he goes and he does it again. He like goes, the guy with the White Walker's blade and, and the sword meet. Yeah. But this time the sword doesn't disintegrate. And that's when the White Walker's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's and like looking at John the sword. kills him yeah. and then he disintegrates, right? Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Renee wanted to watch um, last week's episode again and i said no no i want to watch the battle of hard home <laughs> i did i wanted to watch yeah, that I mean, one I, it, it was it was a nice episode yeah i was like i need to watch that again oh and the reason why i bring it up is because um in a previous podcast i said that the white walkers killed one of the giants there i was wrong excuse moi they didn't kill the giant he left with them he left with John and the wildlings. He did not die there. So. But there was a giant that died there. No, I, I didn't see one. And how did they get the giant? I don't know. 
maybe along the way because maybe along the because maybe you know while they're walking they found all these dead bodies and he raised because exactly but they haven't reached the wall yet that's where most of the giants died or maybe that's where they get them I don't know. I don't know. Maybe along the way they found like some bodies and some of them just happened to be giants. So another thing I, I, you know, when I was watching that, I realized that, you know, the white, the the night king has the ability to turn any dead person, whether they kill them or not. Any dead person can become a white walker. Yeah. Can rise up again. So I didn't know that. I thought it was only if they died, you know, at the hand of a white walker. That they would turn. And then I remembered that, you know, where Gilly was from, you know how they used to take the babies and he would give them to the White Walkers? Because you saw... Because then I remembered... Okay, I'm going around in circles. I'm so sorry. But then I remembered that the White Walker had a little baby and, like, he touched him and the baby's eyes turned blue. Yeah. So the Night King has the ability to raise the dead and he has the ability to... uh bring on new recruits if they come to him as children and then they like grow up yeah as white walkers yeah yeah well that's what it looked like yeah that's what it looked like so anyways i just kind of wanted to (laughs) throw that out there (laughs) i was wrong sorry (laughs) i'm not perfect but most of the time i am Well, you think highly of yourself. I can admit it. (laughs) I can admit when I'm wrong. For the most part. No, I I can do it. I I can't sometimes. I can sometimes. If I'm like wrong, like about like a serious thing, then I'll admit that I'm wrong. But if it's like something, some bullshit, I'm not admitting that I'm wrong. (laughs) If it's like you told me, no, the, the Clorox guy, he, you know, he sold this or whatever. I'll look it up. And if I'm wrong. I'm like, I'll just stay quiet. I won't really be like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, <laughs> If it's something serious, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. But if it's like that, no. Okay, so the next scene, we're back at Winterfell. And um, Littlefinger is like talking to some girl. I don't know. We don't know what they're saying, but he pays her. And Arya is watching this whole thing go down. And so he can sense that somebody's watching him. So he turns around to where, where Arya was and nobody's there. And then he walks away. And now Arya is like following him, basically. Somebody comes to Littlefinger's room and he says, I found it, my lord. It took some searching. Littlefinger says, are you sure that this is the only copy? And the guy's like, yes. He says, Lady Stark thanks you for your service. And um, he he goes in his room and then he comes out and he locks his door and he leaves. And Arya comes out from the cuts and breaks, breaks in, in his room and starts searching for this scroll. You know, as we're watching this, I was just like, dude, he is fucking setting her up. Yeah. Because like in the previous week or maybe a week, the previous episode or the episode before, they had said that one of the maesters kept copies of all the scrolls that came in and out of Winterfell. And I saw Littlefinger's face and I was like, oh shit, why is he, is he scared because of something he sent? Or, yeah. you know, like the wheels in his head were fucking turning already. 
this motherfucker. Cause he's sketch, Mr. Sketch, Mr. 15th century fuckboy. Hate him, man. Oh, I hate him. God. He's like he's almost right there with Cersei, but but not quite there yet. He he came in clutch for Battle of the Bastards, and that's the only thing that's like keeping him at bay. Wait until they Just find like out. Wait until they find out that Littlefinger set up Ned Stark to get beheaded. Just wait. And he probably hated him because he was, you know, he was married to his long. Oh yeah. You know, long time. He always love. told him because back in that episode where, um, before Robert died, he dictated to Ned what to write down so that he could sign it, and he said that he was gonna leave Ned as king regent until his heir is of age. And could take over. But Robert had said until his heir Joffrey was of age and could take over. But Ned didn't write that. He left the Joffrey part out because he knew that that was Robert's son. And that's why he went to go try to find Gendry. Right. Okay. Anyway, so Littlefinger knew all this because Ned's dumbass told him and then he betrayed him. <sighs> so much information. It's it's seven long seasons. Uh, one hour episodes. Ten Ish. episodes per season. Just to just to binge watch some of these, because I I started binging at season like three. It was, it was just three seasons. I'm like three seasons cake. Oh my Imagine god! Imagine starting now. And like I had to pay attention so much, I had to pay so much attention. It's like school all over again. Crazy. <laughs> so after looking through his room, Arya finds the scroll. And she reads it. And there's a fast shot of it. And it's signed by Sansa. And did you know what scroll it was? No. What Do you know what it said? I do know what it says. What does it say? I need oh, to know right God. now. I okay. need to know right now. Verbatim, I don't know what it said, right? Because, you know, I don't know. Oh, my God. But <laughs> Cersei made Sansa send a scroll to Rob. Telling him that they're treating her perfectly out there, that their father committed treason, but she's still okay, and to come to King's Landing and bend the knee. That's what that said. And Cersei made her write it. And then they sent it. So now Arya's gonna be like, because you know, she already called her sister out. Yeah. And now she's gonna be like, this fucking bitch. She set my family up. Mm-hmm. Little finger, man. Yeah. See? He, he set this whole thing up because, bam, Arya pops out of the room thinking, okay, you know, I'm good now. I got what I came for. But who's in the corner? Littlefinger. Surprise, motherfucker. I'm she, here. He's making it look to Arya. Yeah. Like, like Sansa's hiding this. Yeah. She has something to hide from Arya. Yeah. Either way, he can come out winning because Arya's like, my sister fucked up. My sister's covering this up from me, right? But then on the flip side, he can be deci- he can tell Sansa like, why is she turning on you? Like she yeah. has no reason to turn on you. Yeah, she this- wants to take over. Yeah, is it Steven your sister? Because- He's pitting them against each other. Yeah. One of them's gonna kill each other. You think so? Nah. He 
he's pitting them against each other. Why? Because he wants one of them dead. But you're forgetting about one X factor. The my three-eyed boy, raven? My boy Brand. Oh, yeah. Well, the three-eyed raven. He can see. He sees all. He knows all. And right before, and he's going to, I feel like he's going to find a way to kind of flip this back on Littlefinger. Yeah. And give <laughs> him a big so fuck you with a, with a broken finger. And when the kids figure it out. They're going to kill him. Who's going to kill him? Arya? Sansa. Ar- well, Sansa will probably order it, but Arya's going to do it. Arya's going to, or maybe, or, you know, maybe uh, Brienne, you know, she might just. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Arya. Why? Well, yeah. Why did, okay, so well, why did. Because Arya, Arya <laughs> did see the beheading personally. Well, and so did Sansa, though. It's going to be Arya because. Littlefinger met with Bran and gave him his, the dagger. Right. Why did Bran give it to Arya? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe she'll kill him with his own dagger. Right here. Sweet no. justice. It's like, here, you can have it. We gonna see. God, damn, I hope they show this this season. Because yeah. if, they, if, they, if they put me on for next season, oh, and next season better come this year. It's going to be next year again. Damn it. Probably in July. Damn it. I know. Fuck. I'm not really happy about that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm completely 110% upset about this. It's just too like, long. What is this? Not even The Walking Dead. Not even The Walking Dead. At least every year. Every freaking year I see Walking Dead at least twice. Once in, once in the beginning of the year when it's over and then once towards the end of the year in October when it's starting again. At least. At the very least. I don't know. This is starting to piss me off. It's pissing me off. And it, it, apparently next season is going to be shorter? No, I think it's going to have... Oh, wait. There's seven episodes. Yeah, I think it might have six episodes. Damn. They better be... I mean, they even need to be... I don't know how. Everything this season has been great. I'm, this this particular episode, like I said, it went so fast. So many things were happening. There were like 19 different scenes. Probably more because I combined some. Well, I mean. This one was jam-packed. And it, it also was the longest episode. 59 minutes long. So it, was a, it gave us a, little, a few extra minutes. So I mean they're 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 doing it they're jam packing it. I hope I hope next episode is, is like full blown war. I need to see some gore. I need to see some action. I need to see episode. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I need to see uh, the movie twenty twelve happen in Game of Thrones. Okay, I need mountains to be moved, boulders being crushed, people being burned alive, White Walkers freezing everybody, turning regular people into. I need to see it. I've always said that I wanted the sun to rise in the west and set in the east so my my man called Drogo can come back. But I don't know. I really want Daenerys to be with Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've seen the look. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, the Cal Drogo was kind of, was like a forced marriage. And she, at the end, she ended up like loving him. That was her husband and stuff like that. But Jon Snow's the it guy. He's the man. He's the man with the plan. And he, he doesn't give a fuck. He gives no fucks. Mm-hmm. I'm the king. I'm a king. You're a, king. You're a queen? That's cool. But I'm a king, too. 
And I'm gonna be listening to you. That was that was one of the highlights. That was also the number two highlight with the stare off that they had right before he took off on the boat. Mm-hmm. Thank you. How you doing? How you doing? Good. You coming back to me? I'm gonna be ready. <laughs> and well, you know, she's already a pro in bed, but he's like not too. But he's only had one lover. Yeah, but she, but like they had a few, they had sex a few times. No, he must have learned something from a wildling. Jesus, you know, they might be freaks. He knows nothing. He's Jon Snow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He knows something. (laughs) No, but he truly does know knows nothing. So the last scene, uh, John and his team arrive at Eastwatch, where Tormund is. And um, they're discussing something. I, I, I didn't get it. I got nothing of the discussion other than them saying something about two queens. And I think somebody said, well, which one? The queen with the dragons or the one that fucks her brother? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody, everybody knows. knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. And apparently she doesn't care. No, she doesn't. Not anymore. So... They get. To, do they tell them that they have prisoners? Wait, wait, wait. Does, does Tormund tell John that they have like prisoners? Because I know they take them back to the cells. How do they get back there? Yeah, they 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 tell them like we got we got a few people, um, trying to cross the wall. Ah. And then uh, that's when he sees none other than the, the hound. hound. And John says it. John's like, uh, you're the hound. Yeah. I saw you once at Winterfell. And then he was there with the guys from oh, the Brotherhood with, Without Banners. Yeah, he was there with Robert Baratheon. Yeah. Where is The my... Brotherhood. His name is Beric. Beric. Beric Dondarrion. Yes, Beric yes. Dondarrion. Thoros of Mir. Yes. Thoros is the one that keeps resurrecting Beric, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking that because they were like resurrecting, I thought, you know, because John was resurrected too by fire that he was a Targaryen. So I was thinking that this guy might be like a Targaryen sort of bastard. We've seen what happened in those previews. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, my boy going. And so uh, Gendry sees them um, and he's like, don't trust them. Don't trust any of them. You know, they sold me to a red witch and she wanted to murder me. And then. Who the fuck tells... Uh, they see Jorah, and then they're like... You're Jorah of Mormon. Yeah, you're... And then, yeah. You're Jorah of Mormon. Yeah, and then... Uh, oh, and then Tormund's like, you're a fucking Mormont? Like, the last commander? And yeah. he was like, you know, he was my father. And he's like, um, you know, he fucking... Like, he tried to kill me. He, he, he hunted us like, like animals. And then <laughs> this dude came back with a swift... He's like, well, didn't you get... Didn't you get your turn? You know, didn't you get your your revenge? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I uh, I guess I did. (laughs) So somebody, one of those guys says that there's a greater purpose at work. And John says, you know, he's right. We're all on the same side. And Gendry says, "Um, how can we be? And John says, we are all breathing. Yeah. And. um, I.e., we're not white walkers. Yeah. So they have now joined forces yeah. with the Brotherhood. And uh, the, the brotherhood gate goes up ass. and they walk out. God, 
like I keep saying, man, that weather behind that wall just—it looks like that wall is just holding that winter back there. Man, that that looks that looks terrible. And we and that's it. We're at the end of the program. <laughs> Good episode. Really, you know, again, it was, it was a. Uh, Packed with a lot of things, but it was really good. I mean, I thought I thought it was I thought it was a great episode for information. Again, personally, I'm an action guy. That's why I'm in love with last episode. I'm still not over it. That was a um, good. It episode. was it was good. Jamie's face when he heard that dragon, he was like, he didn't even know what so it was. I'll but, ask you again. Yeah, I'll ask you again. What do you think of the show Game of Thrones? Where does it rank on your like top TV show list? It's definitely in my top five. I don't like to measure my top five more than one another. I feel like any of these shows can get the job done. You know, it's like it's like having a squad. And I know usually every squad has like a the best or whatever but i don't like to think of it that way i mean like these are go-to like shows okay that i personally believe in game of thrones honestly matter of fact i'm gonna even step it up it's gonna be top three it's top three right now but well, we all know that it's my favorite show <laughs> <laughs> i have i have i have one show that i haven't even finished yet because i don't want it. i'm not ready for it. it's like you and harry potter you're yeah, not <laughs> Watch the last one. I still have it. You 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 you're not ready for it. I'm in, I'm with the same. It's called this other show called Naruto. It's like an anime or whatever. But it's just I have like a hundred episodes left, and I'm like I'm gonna save these for like a few years from now, so I can I'm I don't know when I'm gonna be ready, but you know. And then Game of Thrones, I think, comes in at number two. But I feel like. I feel like they're like right there at this. They're because they're about different things. Right. They're kind of like about war too, but like they're different things. But they're just like Game of Thrones. Man, I'm, I've never really been into like these old school kind of. I've been into like medieval movies and medieval kind of, yeah, like sh- shorts and stuff, but never like this long of a show. I've never, I've never actually been this anxious to watch a show. You know, like holy shit, we got we, we like. Is it Sunday yet? It's like. Is it six o'clock you know, yet? It's Sunday. You're you're at you're at a you know your your neighbor's kid's birthday, and you're like, honey, we gotta <laughs> we gotta go give them the presents. We're saying happy birthday. Round up the troops. <laughs> yeah, the, hey, you gotta go home. Or if you got like you know slingbox or something, you can watch it on your phone. Did you watch it last week when you were camping? Yes, I did. Oh, I feel bad for not calling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I watched it late, though. I watched oh, okay. it like I didn't watch it when it first when it first like aired, but I watched it like later when I was in my tent with 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 my girl. You know, like I was that. talking to Renee today about camping next year. Next year is going to be my ten year wedding anniversary next August, and I was talking about giving my husband the gift of me going camping <laughs> for our 10-year wedding anniversary because I don't like camping. I'm not about that life. And my husband is one of those guys that fucking likes to rough it. And no, I need a hotel room. I need a shower. I need a toilet. I need sinks, a refrigerator, a refrigerator? Well, we got coolers. 
like and i was asking him like how the fuck do you guys keep all the food cold and he was like i was like because ice melts and he was like you buy just dry you, ice you buy more ice no he was like just buy dry ice it lasts oh. hella long and yeah. i was like Oh. And it looks like a fog machine. Every time you open the cooler, just <laughs> it looks like, like Prince okay. is about to pop out of there. <laughs> oh. Well, that's, that was more of a Michael Jackson. Well, you know what I mean. I do. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so. Prince would be something like. <laughs> no, no. Really. I don't even know. I can't even do, do it right do, now. Do a Prince. Do a Prince. <laughs> I can't do it because I'm getting over a cold. Oh. So, like, my voice would, like, totally crack. But, yeah. No, I, I know. I love my prince. I still do. Rest in peace, my love. <laughs> All right, Peter Prince, but that made me laugh. <laughs> Why'd you look like Cersei right now? <laughs> you just, you just my love, Prince, and I mean, it sounded like Cersei talking to Jamie. <laughs> I miss you, my. <laughs> I miss you, my love. I miss my prince. I love him. Oh, man. That one brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> Dude, I went to go see that movie, Annabelle. How was it? Creation. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I was scared. Really? Here's the thing. Because the, Annab- the regular Annabelle one sucked. I never watched it. No? I never watched that one. I'm a big fan of the horror movie and thriller movie genre. And so I will watch anything um, because... I like to watch them. I'm again. You're not gonna find Academy Award winning performances in these movies. I just like to watch them. So when the first Annabelle came out, I can't remember if I had like my daughter or if my son was born at that time. I, I don't remember. And I had asked my sister to watch the kids, the kid or the kids. I, I can't remember. And she was like, "Oh, you know, yeah. What movie are you gonna go watch?" And I was like, "Well, we're gonna go watch Annabelle." And she's like, "Nope, nope. I'm not gonna watch the kids. Nope, not if you go see that movie." I'm like, you can't tell me what movie I can and can't fucking watch. The goddamn king, king of the damn north. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, woman? <laughs> Anyways, so she threw her attitude, and so I threw mine, and I was like, forget it. Then don't watch the kids. Like, I don't need you to watch the kids. And I've never watched the movie. Oh my god, I seen it. I seen it when it came on demand. It was all right. I mean. Personally, I like to watch shitty movies. I just like watching any uh, horror movie. Listen, listen. There's there's regular movies, and then there's shitty movies. I personally like to watch shitty movies. I'll tell you why. It's funny to me. I mean, you know, <laughs> I give props, you know, whoever created it and directed it, and, you know, they got everything together. And they were able to fulfill their film dreams. Hey, congrats to you. You know, you you did it. I couldn't do it. You know, more power to you. But your movie was still shitty. Well, this movie, I liked it. It was scary to me because, you know, I like, you know, I believe there are demonic forces. You do? Yes, I do. Absolutely. And so for me watching it, that's what scares me you know just the thought of you know i'm gonna tell you one thing in the middle of the movie i pulled my phone out because my mom was watching my kids in the middle of the movie i pulled my phone out and i text her like put the kids to bed to sleep in my bed tonight 
Because I didn't want them sleeping in their room. Take all the toys out of their room. I did not want them sleeping in their room. And, you know, we got home and they were sleeping in their own beds. And I was like, I'm not having it. You were freaking out. Hey, wake up. Let's go. So Renee put them in my bed, in our oh bed. Oh, my God. And I, I could not sleep. Oh, my God. Seriously? I kept hearing footsteps. And it was Renee fucking with me. He was like <laughs> tapping his feet at the at the like the the foot of the bed. The foot of the bed. He kept like ta- and I was like, "Do you hear those footsteps?" <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking out. <laughs> oh my god! Turn the light on. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? I used to be really scared too. You know, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say this, but I used to get so scared. I'd put a Bible under my pillow. I'm like, Jesus, save me. <laughs> the first time I ever did that was the movie that scared me the fucking most, which was The Classic Exorcist. Oh, that's such a good movie. I can fall asleep watching that movie. Jesus I love Christ! That movie. When I when I seen that movie, I was like 14, right? And I'm so just and I, and I go to I go to like a at this point in time, I'm going to like a Christian school, right? So I'm just like you know believe in all this stuff, right? And demons and all that crap. And then and then I watch this movie. It's Halloween. I'm already feeling creeped out because it's like it's that time. I just seen like two Jason movies and I was cool. And then I seen Michael Myers. And I was cool too. And then freaking this. Exorcist movie comes on. Dios mío, I became religious. The, like the instant, I don't know. The instant I finished watching that movie, I read. Me fui para los salmo, and I, and I, <laughs> I opened that up and I said, "I'm reading a little bit of Bible. Jesus, please save me." Boom! Put it underneath my put it underneath my my pillow, and I, and I went to sleep like that. I'm I, telling you, I had those to. are the kind of movies that freak me out. So it's like, uh, I. Big mistake going to watch it at night. Huge mistake. I need to watch those kind of movies like in the daytime because I was freaked out. (laughs) I swear I didn't fall asleep. And I'll tell you one thing. I fell asleep. I looked at my clock and it was like 245, 245, 249, 249. Ooh, close to the witching hour. And I was like, I got to go to sleep right now. I have to close my eyes and I have to go to sleep right now. I cannot be awake. The devil's going to come for me at three. (laughs) That, that was my night. Okay, that was my night last last week. It was horrible. Like, I think it was like Thursday that, night. That oh happened. My God, that no. happened. Yeah, it was Thursday night. Oh my god! Like damn it, Jesus was killed on a Thursday. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> no, I mean it happens to me too. I'm like, if I watch a scary movie, and you know, I'm already feeling kind of spooked, and I won't go to sleep, man. And then three o'clock starts starts getting closer and closer, and I'm just like. Help. I, I, I got. I need to take like <laughs> these Advil PM real quick. <laughs> I was Just pop so, those suckers. I in. was freaking out. Eight hundred milligrams. <laughs> One last thing I want to say. This is a shout out to my boy Robertito. I'm sorry about pulling this prank on you when I was younger. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this has to do with the exorcist, right? So my boy, <laughs> my boy Robertito from PR, he was. PRs Puerto Rico Puerto, people. Puerto Rico. He was uh he was a little scared. You know, he was a little scary when he was younger. And uh, they just like him and a bunch of his friends went to go watch the 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 what, what the exorcism of Emily Rose, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So, you know, in like one scene she's just like all like he was telling me like 
when he came to my house, we were chilling, whatever. I gave him some food, and we were, and then he's just like, "Yeah, dude, it was so scary, dude. I had, I slept in, you know, bed with my mom. <laughs> my dad went to go sleep on my bed. I was just like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I've been praying every night, dude. Ever since I watched it, I'm like, holy shit, man. They should, they should put these fucking movies in church or something. But, uh, but anyway, so he was just like, yeah, dude. There was a scene where she was all, cause I hadn't seen it yet. She was all like. Oh my god, dude, it was so scary. And then, and then I was like, oh yeah, man, that sounds like terrible. It's like I couldn't sleep for like a few nights, right? Two weeks he slept in, in his mom's bed. Okay, <laughs> okay, so so I'm just, he's just like, oh, I'm gonna get something to drink. Oh, he's he's gonna wash his hands, right? He's washing his hands, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be in my uncle's room. Just come in whenever you know when you're done, right? So I go in there, I shut the lights off, and I get into like a fucked up position on the ground. <laughs> I'm just like, I look like I just fucking had like a fucking, I look like a contortionist, okay? Oh my God. And I'm just like, my eyes are rolled back and everything, right? And I'm, and then he he walks in and turns on the lights and like, Uy, cabrón. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking bolts it, okay? He walks out of my house, okay? Like, he didn't just walk into the literary. He fucking literally leaves. <laughs> Like, he was, like, this movie spooked him, okay? And then I hadn't seen the movie yet, right? And I was making fun of him. But then I seen the movie. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit. And then I'm, I'm like, going to sleep with my <laughs> next week. And I'm, and I'm like, damn it, where's my Bible? <laughs> I couldn't find my Bible. I was like, damn. So I had to go in my grandma's room and get her old King's James version that she had in there. I was like, this is not... Not the Bible I use, but I'm going to use this one. It's still the word, <laughs> word of God right here. It's going to protect me tonight. <laughs> That's so funny. It's fucked up. That's so funny. Oh, oh man. My God. This is a Halloween stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's that's funny. My my bad, my bad, Robertito, about that. If you even you know when you listen to this, because I want to make sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So that's no. the end. Game of, of Thrones. Game of Thrones for today. Please, please, please bring me more action next episode, next two episodes. If you guys leave me at a cliffhanger for the war to come. I'm not gonna not watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> but God damn it, I'm gonna write a bad comment on HBO. <laughs> I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter to HBO and its creators of Game of Thrones. Speaking of comments, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook uh, at Stooky Duck. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our handle is at Stooky Duck. You can also go to our website, uh, www.stookyduck.com. Go ahead and uh, go to the Contact Us page. You can leave us a, a message there. We'll get it. We are going to start doing Dial-A-Shot segments where we have some type of liquor here and pour out our shots. And then we will call you for our Dial-A-Shot segment. And we will take a shot while you're on the line. <laughs> and we will Instagram live it. We'll Snapchat it. We'll put that shit on Twitter. Maybe and, even Periscope. And we'll probably. Facebook live something. We'll probably get fucked up. So please answer your phones. Because if you don't answer your phones, we're not going to take a shot. <laughs> <laughs>
So please, please, please answer your phone. We're gonna blow you up. If you got, a, if you got a jealous girlfriend, we're blowing you up. If Definitely. you got, a, if you got a jealous boyfriend, we're gonna blow you up. Definitely. Yeah. Make Reach you look out. suspect. So you better answer. <laughs> Let us know. We're down with this. I think uh, this will be fun. Yeah, definitely. Let us know what we, you know, what what you like us to talk about, or you know, whatever you like, you know, if you have any input on Game of Thrones, if we miss something, just let us know. Yeah. So that's our that's our stuff with social media. Other than guess what I did with my Instagram account, what? my personal Instagram account. You linked it. No, I um, I made it public again because it was oh, private for yeah. a long time. Okay. But I made it public. Why? Well, I figured, you know, if we have anybody that wants to interact, I mean, I, yeah, we can interact on StookyDuck.com, but you can, you know, check yeah. out my life. Yeah. Okay. I'm keeping my shit private, though. <laughs> <clears throat> I like my privacy. Yeah. Well, I haven't, I haven't given out my Instagram name yet, <laughs> but it's public now. Hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're we'll, there. We'll post some pictures up soon. Yeah. Sorry about that. We'll get we'll get them up. We'll I, get them I up. I gotta get a haircut. I gotta I gotta get this chip tooth fix. I, <laughs> I, I I gotta do a few things before I get go photo op. You know. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week. This is Raquel. And this is Eric Dilla G signing out from the SFC. Good night. Bye. Night night.